<laughs> it's a good warm-up. I pushed the backup record button, <laughs> so I've always got that one. So I still have it, but I never pushed the record button on the uh, on the computer. Anyway, so I'll start again. You're listening to Attack the Pod. A podcast with news, views, and how-tos inspired by Amsterdam's biggest, biggest best, best, and most international triathlon and cycling club with your hosts, Neil and Matt. Here we are, podcast number four. <laughs> uh, I'm Neil, your host with Matt. Hello. And uh, we've got an in-house photographer here. We're saying this for the second time. That we've got Hello. Anna. Are we recording got, this time? We are. Okay. <laughs> I never hit the, the record button on the, on the computer. It's okay. So so Anna has been asking us for months to get on the podcast and we kept saying no. And so she's found a way in. She said she's going to come and take photographs just so she could get on the podcast. So <laughs> we're going to have to give her a, give her a voice. I'm only kidding. Uh, she didn't really, but she's here uh, taking photographs of us and videos. So you'll probably see us doing the podcast before you actually hear the podcast. Anyway, so what's coming up on this episode, we've got a sort of racing theme to it. Not racing in the sense of what do you need to do to race and what races are out there, because we know it's been a, a very different season. More about checking in with riders and the, uh, with, with athletes in the club who have been racing and, and where they've been racing and how it's went. Yeah, and obviously it's been a, a not only a short season, but a strange season. So uh, looking at kind of the changes that have been required, you know, for, for races to take place and, and sort of discussing, you know, is that going to carry on? Is that the new normal of racing? It sounds like you've said that before, actually. Did you say that just two minutes ago before I hit the record button? <laughs> deja vu. Deja, what's the, what's the hour old version of deja vu? Oh yeah, I don't know. It must be the same, no? You hear deja it, you hear entendu. It. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to we're going to do a review. We're going to look back at the Tour de France as well, which I think was probably one of the most exciting. We'll come on to that. Check in with some athletes, and we've got news, club news. So with that, we'll get on. So I'll start with shout outs. So we get a lot of feedback for the on the podcast. We've not had any bad yet. <laughs> So someone said, or not to my face, or not, not to my phone. So maybe there might be some... another group. There's a different WhatsApp group where <laughs> they just slag off the podcast the whole way, I think. <laughs> and it's actually called Attack the Pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some shout outs. And we, we, we wanted to try and do some new member readouts every time. But of course, I forgot and I asked very last minute our membership director for the names. So I don't have the names. I'm really sorry. We'll just have an extra long list for the next podcast. But I don't know if any of you know of any new members that have came on board. Anna, you're going to have to put the headphones on. There's just no getting away. We all know you really wanted to be in the podcast. Say hello to everyone. You have to pull the microphone really close. Huh? Really close to your face. Really, really, really close, close. Almost like that's it. Hello. Yeah, so here we go. have Anna Laurentis. <laughs> so that, have I pronounced that correctly? Yes. Yes. So Anna's with us taking photographs, but secretly she just wanted I to wasn't be on the podcast. I wasn't supposed to talk. She had no choice. <laughs> we were never letting to. her away. With you know we have to talking. pay her extra now. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> That's why I made you change seats. We knew there was no way you were going to be able to be involved and not uh, not talk. We're just setting up the, the, the table for, for I'm Anna. I'm just behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, but talking. Mm. Um it's all good. Mm -hmm. we, it, was, it was always going to happen. We were never letting you no. be there in silence. So, Mr. I have to understand what you say. 
Yeah, but I think, you know, I, I mean, I've known you, I think, since... Well, we're going to come on to that, actually. We'll oh, come on no. to... Yeah, we've got questions for you here. There's no getting away from it. Oh, no. You've been set up. You honestly thought you were going to cut I wasn't ready for that. Okay, bye. <laughs> so anyway, um, some shout-outs. Celine, I think we only have one Celine in the club, but if there's any more, I'm sure I'll, I'll find out. Celine gave, us, uh, gave me some feedback, said it was actually really liked it, looked forward to it and you, and is learning more and more things about triathlon as each episode goes on. Um, so she says keep up which is good um, Renee do you remember Renee yeah I'm really going to murder your name here Renee I'm really sorry yeah she's in Australia now she said she was having a hard time waiting for episode 3 so she's also looking forward to it that's two people that are listening maybe needs a different hobby Awesome. If triathlon's <laughs> not filling that void, Renee, then uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's been uh, it's been well received. So and also, far. Uh, I saw Rita on Tuesday at the uh, the run intervals, and yep. and also she posted on WhatsApp today saying yep. how much she's enjoyed it. That's she true. she was a couple of episodes behind and sort of did a little uh, catching up while she was yeah. away. You uh, noticed that in the download numbers. Yeah. So once you introduce a new episode, the, the first one then goes up and the second one goes up. So it's quite nice to see. And it's she really enjoyed finding out, well, with the last episode, finding out some more about cycling. She didn't yep. know that much about it. So she was really right, good yeah. insights. And uh, yeah, she asked uh, that we do the same for swimming and running in future. So uh, it's good to see that we're being... Informational <laughs> as well. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's good to hear. Okay, so on that note, we're going to move on to news, club news, attack news. Okay, well, speaking of Celine, Celine's has been posting uh, recently about we've got a new schedule for training. Um, obviously, everyone's probably got used to it over the summer, the Tuesday uh, running. Wednesday has been the way it's. Open water Wednesday, swimming or I know oh, fast ride. Oh, Tuesday night, I can't Thursday night intermediate ride. There's, you know, there's been a regular schedule, but we're going to be mixing that up a little bit more for winter. I think you might notice the weather's changed <laughs> very quickly. Yeah. Surprise! You know how I noticed. I went out training. I went out riding the other day, and I didn't see anyone in a tri suit. So you know, small <laughs> blessings. And we know I know how think, you feel. I about think that. there was someone swimming though open water a few oh, really? days ago. Jeff Jeffrey, it did like ah, a, one okay. of the. I saw it on Strava. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, it was a triathlon. <laughs> it was the boss That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've still got one more left, in fact, uh, this true. week. So ahead, it's yeah. going to be some open water. Okay, so but yeah, so the schedule is going to be changing. So uh, I think the the track sessions, they're ending in east for the time being. So we only have the one in south. Uh, I'm quite gutted about that. Why? Because there's no lights. There's yeah. no lights. I'm, yeah. I might even have a noise for that somewhere. Here, but I, never, <laughs> I never checked. And if I put, start pushing random buttons, we'll get all sorts it's, of sound. Uh, mine is a natural version. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Anna here to do the uh, the sound effect. Oh, I might have it here with it. Uh, it's from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> it's I don't quite know why close. I've got that. I think it's from the podcast I was doing with my son. Yeah. So why is it? Because of the lights. There's yeah, no there's lights. There's no lights in Flevo Park, and we finished. It, Pretty much in the dark this week, and uh, it was dark. But is that a problem? Well, I mean, I'm, I may it was be a problem for me really because stupid. I had a lock on my bike with a number lock. Of course, your phone was in the bag. Yeah, of the course, lock. yeah. <laughs> but there were also less and less people, right? Yeah, it's yeah. been, I think, well, time of year as well. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it was, it was a problem. Yeah. by the end so oh, fair enough yeah but I think we might look for something else and if we do we'll post it but for now I think uh, the track sessions on Wednesdays I'm definitely going to try and get there myself yeah. occasionally you could do Demer, uh, Demer Park just yeah. across the bridge it's, but, true. Uh, it's quite a trek for people well people are doing it for the swim uh, or were doing it for the swim so yeah. and that's now, got lights all the way around the outside path that's right yeah 
But now on Tuesday nights, we've got the swim sessions uh, oh, are sure. back at Mercator Bat. Which I am doing. Uh, you're, uh, yeah, you're, I'm going to do them yeah? and then switch over to the swim gym. So I, 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 I'd done them in the very beginning for two, three uh, seasons because they were sort of seasonal. I think we'd done yeah. like 10, 10 week blocks and then I moved over to the swim gym. And then I hurt my shoulder, came away from the swim gym. So now I'm going back into it, doing really, going to do really easy swimming with the club. Yeah. And then hopefully go back to the beginner sessions at the swim gym. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. So everyone be gentle on me at the, at the swim sessions. I've, I've, I've not got my summer body. <laughs> <laughs> but that's seven o'clock, Mercatorba. So uh, one thing that we wanted to point out is that there will be COVID restrictions for the first yeah. few weeks. So if you are attending. Well, what does that mean exactly? Yeah. So I think need a sure. face mask for going through the reception kind of the lobby area yeah, there when um, you walk indoor you have to wear a mask yeah. and then uh, um, then you can remove it of course while yeah. you're swimming you have to um, possibly wear your swimsuit already and then no you showers have to, no showers afterwards and then you have to carry your um, backpack uh, in the like next to the pool basically okay yeah. and not leave it in the lockers yeah still love you yeah, exactly. So uh, just make sure you're uh, yeah prepared for those. And if you haven't signed up, I don't know if there's any spaces, but go uh, have a look on the website. And uh, and Adrian's done a great job of changing. So you can now play pay by, for everything, I think, on the web shop yeah, by Ideal. Ideal. Yeah. So it used to be credit card only, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Although I forgot and then paid everything on my credit card again. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't remember putting my ideal uh, details You've got to get the air miles somehow these days, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll all be accumulating air miles with nowhere to fly. Okay, cyclocross, we talked a lot about that in the last episode. What's going on there? So it looked like good news for a while. Uh, <laughs> like cyclocross like season was uh, about to happen. <laughs> uh, Nick and Tim got really excited. Um, well, I think it's in Toscany right now, so he doesn't care. So now, uh, and I think there's a few other people who were yeah. kind of tempted to have, I think Anna was thinking about it, were you? I, yeah, I, I'm considering it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But unfortunately, the first race of the season has now been cancelled yep. due to, you know, obvious reasons. We almost need to just stop saying due to COVID, right? Just, yeah, just, just, just take it for granted. <laughs> it's been cancelled. Maybe we should yeah. just announce what is happening, but it may be a very <laughs> yeah. short show. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, it's only the first race so far. I think you can get in touch with Nick or Tim if you're interested and want to get updated. Or there's also Facebook group. I can't get that word out. It sticks in the throat because it's so evil. Um, <laughs> for Ams Cross Comp. So you can follow that and get all the details for the upcoming races. So, uh, yeah, hopefully things will improve and then there'll yeah. be uh, a few more races. They do carry on till around Christmas time, I think. So Why still more time. Why do they need to cancel? Like, just out of curiosity, how can the boss band run and, you know, a cyclocross race can't? Is there something I'm missing or is it just different organizations? Does anyone know? Got no idea. I, I don't know whether it's uh, the fact that maybe more people have come across for the uh, for the triathlons and there's more sort of, uh, I don't know, financial incentive for it to go ahead. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. Brings maybe a little bit more people like, in. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, it seems a bit different. Yeah, it? I think it also just could be up to the ris- uh, to the race organisers and how risk-averse they're feeling, right? Yeah. And and um, But it, te- it seems to be fairly a kind of local race, so in that way you wouldn't think there's people travelling from as far. You'd think they're travelling yeah. for further for some of the triathlons. Yeah, but- because I think there was a few people sort of travelling for the boss band now because... You know, it's they can't race locally. Yeah, it's like, what a race. Everyone goes. 
Maybe that's what's made the uh, the spike in cases. Everyone coming to do the boss band triathlon. Um, okay, so I think last episode, I, I, as usual, I went on a rant, and I think this time I was ranting about birthdays and uh, it was Jan's WhatsApp. birthday last Jan's, time. Jan's birthday and Jan, happy birthday! This again. is our WhatsApp, Just, <laughs> the WhatsApp rant, uh, rant corner of the it, podcast. But it's Matt this time. Matt has a rant, and he has to get it off his chest. So come on, Matt, let us know. If you're not a cat person. Pictures of cats are not interesting people. <laughs> and there's a time and a place to post them. But a triathlon WhatsApp group is not the place to post a picture of a cat. And, and I'm deliberately saying nothing here because I think I let a dog picture sneak through the, the filter into the WhatsApp group a few months ago or a few weeks ago. So, yeah, you heard it there. This is from Matt this time. I'd just like to say this isn't from me. And Anna's <laughs> sitting on the fence at the moment. I don't know no, what's No, no, like. no. I, I posted a picture of a donkey, so... Um, yeah. yeah, but that could have been... I mean, that could be taken as, come on, guys, right, no right. cats. I went yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. out of control. You're Fine. all making an ass of yourselves. <laughs> 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 it's Pop the Dad. <laughs> that, that joke there. I'm blaming, uh, I'm blaming uh, Paula. I think she Yeah, of course. Yeah, she started it. Yeah, she started it. And another one, another. So we we, we hear a lot from Matt about um, wearing a tri suit in your training. That one I do agree with. That is, that's my other rant. That's yeah. my, that's my soapbox rather than my <laughs> rant. That's my uh, perennial moan. <laughs> and a lot of people agree. And a lot of people are like, "What's the problem?" But anyway, a new one. A new one was discovered when Matt was coming back from Estonia. Uh, he was doing an Ironman and we'll talk to Matt about that. And well, actually it started because I don't know if anyone follows Matt on Instagram, which is what, at Matt Alfie. It doesn't exist anymore. Oh, you've came right out. You've watched, you've yes. watched, you've watched uh, Netflix, gave, what's yeah, it called? Yeah, the, the, social uh, the Social Dilemma. That's all. Uh, and that's uh, on the back of the Great Hack as well. Ah, and it gave yeah. me, it gave me the guts to do what I've been trying yeah, to do for a while. Absolutely so right. yeah, deleted well, the it, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter accounts. So I'm, I'm digressing here, but there was a- How is your life now? Um, Something to I've do podcasts to fill the time. <laughs> I've still got like the twitchy finger syndrome it's only a few days ago. So uh, I, I still have like when you're working, you finish something. I, I still have that moment where I go to like Twitter's the one I miss the most, to oh, really? be honest. Yeah. I don't really use or never really use the others. Yeah. But that's like my my news feed. I've never so. been massively into any never of the, the social I channels at it. all. But um, I did leave Facebook a couple of years ago for a while. And I sometimes come back on if I have to sell some bike parts or something or or yeah. you know the attack group can actually be quite useful and when you're used to not using it every day it's never a problem but i'm yeah. now finding myself creeping back on and trolling and doing all the things so i'll be off it um, fairly soon as well i think but i don't use any of the other ones i'm just not i think i probably generationally just missed it by a couple of years yeah um which i'm quite grateful for but it's an it's a real time time sucker um, the news as well. I used to really read a lot of the news, and now I just since COVID was going up and yeah, uh, don't want to know. April, I just stopped. <laughs> well, anything big you hear about it because everyone tells exactly you, you read it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. We still at news sites, so you know. <laughs> but anyway, I've really digressed here. So <laughs> Matt was coming back on the when plane I did from his have an Instagram account, <laughs> and he had this this great medal from uh, Iron Man is, uh, Estonia or Iron yeah. Man Talon, and it was a huge, huge, big medal, like a dinner plate of a medal. <laughs> it was a it was a fantastic photograph. Maybe I'll send it to Anna to put on the attack Instagram yeah. page. It yeah. is a brilliant picture, and I was talking to him about this and Matt let it let me know that there was some guy on the plane with him not not friends or anything just you know traveling on the same plane the next again day or two days later two days after two the days race. after the race wearing his medal wore normal clothes 
carried a suitcase, and then just happily sat there with his giant medal on the outside in the airport, and then on the plane, and then in the next airport, he wore his medal the whole way home. I can't, I can't sort of work out in my own head whether this is great or this is ridiculous. I, I still just, I don't know if it's like, oh, bless him, he's so proud, or if it's like, what a twat. Well, I told you this. At first I thought, yeah, what an idiot. But then the fact that he stuck with it and wore it the whole way with such a pride the whole way as well. And then in the end, I was like, he's a hero. The man is a hero. So uh, So if anyone knows this man. Yeah. But we got to discussing this on a ride recently. And then we we discovered the the new version of the wearing a tri-kit to train. Yeah. And that was, and this is our, like the latest rant as well as the, uh, as well as posting cats is <laughs> if you've done a triathlon or any sort of race, just take your numbers yeah. off your bike, your helmet <laughs> straight away. Don't yeah. wear a 100%. helmet with a race number on for the next six weeks for everyone to know you did yeah. a race. I'm with you. hundred <laughs> percent. Not even on your bike? No, no take it off the bike. Absolutely not. Okay. Just nowhere. Okay. Nowhere. At it's done. Best, it's done. At, Get it done. You know, at best, keep it, keep it somewhere where no one else will see it. I, I'm with Matt on this. What about you, Anna? What do you think? Are you, do you think it's okay to leave the race number on the bike? You've done it, haven't you? I think people should like do guilt. will make them happy and proud. <laughs> yeah, it would make Matt or myself happy. So <laughs> anyway, that, and how about wearing the medal no, the whole way but home? I, secret, I secretly agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever left. But I have yeah. to admit that I kept my, my beep number on my bike, uh, I think, after the first or second triathlon here in Amsterdam. Oh, so yeah? I'm guilty. I think I've done it with that, with my <laughs> helmet once, and it's because I couldn't get no, it off the helmet, at the no, time. Sometimes they, I yeah. think I did a small one, like, at the back. It's, the only the reason one I'm telling decide. you this is because someone else might know and they'll dob me in so I'm just getting it out there but in it case might there's happen. a picture out there exactly so I'm just coming clean now you know so that if it's out there and if there is no picture it's because it never happened <laughs> <laughs> anyway enough rants let's come on we've got some we're going to come on to try news now uh, well actually we've, we've titled it try news but it's just news because we're going to talk about the Tour de France and uh, some of the other um, yeah. events and uh, I don't want to sort of <laughs> boast too much but uh, in the last podcast we were sat here, two of us with Tim. That's we all made our yeah, picks yeah. for the tour. I went for the easy one. Who did you go for? I went for Bernal. <laughs> didn't make it to the final week. No, he didn't. No. And really Tim went for the favourite. He went for Roglic. He did. He did. But one genius yeah. picked yeah. Tadej Pajagar. I'm not, I, you know, I'm still not convinced you did because you I'm said pretty sure Tom, I did. You said Tom and then you said, you told me you said Podakar, Podachar after that. I'm, I haven't went back and listened. So anyone that's listened to the previous episode, can you let us know if Matt indeed... Now, he definitely I wish said I put Tom. money on it. He said Big Tom. <laughs> but I, I can't remember him saying Podichar after that. So I need someone to verify this and only then can we congratulate you. But So it's it's, it's open for now. The jury's out on this. But what did you think of it? Best race I've... I mean, not that I've got a massive Tour de France watching career, but it's one of the best races in a long time. And I, I, I'm bad at events because I tend to get quite emotionally invested. I really wanted Roglic to win just because he just looks so innocent. He just looks like he needs it. He should have it. His whole history... How not, bad did you feel for him in those last few... the last few kilometres up uh, well, the Plunge de Belfi? There's a story about that. I hadn't actually read... I hadn't actually watched the race. It's one of the only ones I didn't watch live. And I went... 
to a friend's house for dinner and then someone messaged me saying, see, my pick was right. <laughs> and I had no fucking clue what had happened in the Tour de France until Matt divulged it to me in a WhatsApp. I it. <laughs> Complete spoiler. It's one of the only ones I hadn't watched live <laughs> and uh, we were really busy during the day in, in the house. That's when I never got to see it. But I, when I did rewatch it and obviously I knew even then it was just gutting, absolutely gutting. I felt so sorry. You could see it like, I mean, I've never raced in such a high profile event, obviously, huh? for those that weren't, weren't so sure. You could see it, his mind giving up, like just his body wasn't doing what his mind was telling it to do. And then his mind just wasn't thinking. Yeah. And I just felt so sorry. It was just like, it was, a, it was uh, like a house of cards. Simultaneously amazing to watch and then like terrifying to watch yeah, like, horrible. the two sides. It was horrible. But on, yeah, exactly. But on the flip side, so Podichar's race was just impeccable. Yeah. Absolutely impeccable. I mean, to do, to to do that essentially without a team. Yeah, so. yeah. He, he, he didn't have a team that, I mean, Jumbo Visma were so, 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 yeah. so strong. And then Podichar's just, but you know, there was, there was a really good article, I think, by Eddie Merckx. Absolutely no surprise whatsoever because Jumbo Visma were letting Podichar just, just be there. Every yeah. day he's just there, you know, just a couple of seconds. And then he gets caught in the crosswinds. He um, gets, I think he went down a minute and 20 that day. Something like that, Mexican yeah. Mexican day yeah. comes back 40 seconds to make a deficit and they still just let this happen. So he was basically saying they should have attacked. They should yeah. have just let it happen because they left they far thought they had in the bag. They thought right? they had in the bag yeah. and he just pulled it out the bag. I mean, so it was, I mean, it was a bit of everything. And for those that didn't watch it, it was basically... I probably should have said this at the beginning, but it was basically a, a, a turn of events the day before the end, or the, that is essentially the end. The last stage, the, yeah. the last competitive stage. Yeah, really. and it was a time trial, and the person that was tipped to be the best time trialist just lost it. It was his one bad day out of 20, 20 days racing, I think, and his second, who, you know, very good, but younger, inexperienced, just completely annihilated him and done the best performance of his life, and it turned the whole result around. Yeah. Um, horrible to watch but really good to watch it was just nail biting the whole tour was like that because there was, there was such people, a great tour yeah there was people you know getting results I mean Hershey as well oh he lit it up brilliant yeah. unbelievable yeah. Um, I was, I was playing the second stage where the one that he actually won I was oh, like screaming were, so at the TV after, yeah. after that breakaway a couple of days before he got a, he got a second before. a third and then a first yeah. I think yeah yeah. So yeah. He, yeah I mean for me it was a great yeah. great event did you and, watch it Anna? no not really no yeah, uh, we we talk a lot about the well, Tour de France, but I wonder you know, if there's actually a lot. Of for people. me, it's Giro. Well, that's well, coming. It's a good segue. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that Matt said. Is what's our picks for the uh, for the Giro and the Vuelta? And I, I mean, I don't know. I'm too scared. I'll just get it wrong. I had I had a lot of faith in Bernal, and I'm going back to my pick for the Tour de France. And the reason being is he's an amazing rider, very strong. He's in the he's the incumbent. <laughs> sort of a winner, you know, he's, he's, he's sitting at number one. I just thought he had everything to go for, but he just, just completely crumbled. He lost it and then that was it. And then he also got it wrong in a big way this time around. Yeah, they've lost a lot of key people in terms of the team, but also in, in the riders and they never brought uh, Geraint, which I think would have would have helped, but um, he just lost it. And I, I have to be honest, I just think it was really disrespectful about the race. And, and I don't know why he did. So I can say that now, sitting on a podcast in Amsterdam. <laughs> I have no idea why. There's probably a lot more to it, but I, I, I immediately thought that's a bit poor, you know, just yeah. to go and get stuff. But anyway, my pick. <laughs> I'm, I'm digressing a yeah. lot here. I'm going to have to cut this down. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think Geraint Thomas. And now I'm not sure who's doing what race because there's an overlap with the Vuelta and uh, Giro d'Italia. How do we say the Giro properly? Can you say it? Giro d'Italia. Giro d'Italia. There's an overlap between that and the Vuelta a España. 
Uh, la vuelta. <laughs> la vuelta. Oh yeah, of course. There is only Spanish. one choice. Uh, well, <laughs> it's who's going to win, and I'm not. I'm, I'm going to maybe get it wrong, but I think Garrett Thomas is one to watch. Um, is that the he uh, very well? He's uh, at the Giro. He's at the Giro. Yeah, Giro. and I, I'd second that. He's my. He would be yeah. my pick. He'd be top three for me if not winning. Well, out fanat. Is yeah, he, is he racing? Is he, yeah, I'm not sure, but he's also um, quite a talented rider, I think. Yeah, he's not a GC rider the at the moment, though. Uh, yeah, well, it depends on the state of the GC riders, that's the that's the thing. Um, so he'd be one I would look at, definitely some stages. Um, who else do we have? Hershey, again, I would say is not a GC contender not yet. at the moment. But I think in his future could be yeah. um, someone to watch. Well, we've got Chris Froome, but I've kind of written him off after his accident. See, I, I, I think this might be the answer to your question about uh, or or the, the disrespectful nature of uh, yeah. Bernal pulling out. I think he's going to ride the welter. Yeah, but do you think he's going to do uh, do well? Yes. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think you're saying the, I think he'll win the welter. Yeah. Okay, so Bernal for the welter, Thomas for the yeah. Zero. So maybe a good end of season for Ineos, <laughs> whatever this season's been. Um, <laughs> good start and end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, that that would be my pick. I think he's going to ride it. Um, I I don't think they care what uh, what Chris Froome thinks anymore with him leaving at the end yeah, of this well, season. I'm so, surprised uh, he's even getting to race. And yeah, yeah. I think he'll doing, so. he'll ride for Bernal because he'll just be happy to get a tour in his legs. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's where I, I see it going. I think uh, is it uh, Jakob Vogelsang's racing? I think. Giro, I think he might be uh, up there as well. So they, they would be the two. That well, what about our new world champion, Alaphilippe? Well, he's got stage racing? racings. We've got uh, we've got all the classics coming up now uh, so as well. Gonna, okay. and, uh, and Van Aert will be there as well. Who is all that we've got to say what a legend he was during uh, during the tour. What a rider. And to come back, he had a big, a big uh, injury the year before in the time trial on the Tour de France. He, yeah. He, Cut his leg open. Amazing. And then came back with a couple of silvers at the Worlds as well. Yeah, so un- Unbelievable. I think as a team as well, just amazing, Jumbo Visma. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, phenomenal team. So anyway, enough Tour de France, Anna. I think you're getting a bit bored with the Tour it's de fine. France talk. <laughs> you get anything to add to the Giro? Do you, have you, do you know the route um, much? Do you know uh, I know they start or? from, uh, no, I know they sound from, from Sicily. Okay. Yeah, from yeah. the south. I've never been there. Been to Italy a lot, but never there. Too bad. So, yeah, is it nice? Uh, it's really nice. And what will... Uh, huge fan. Because Giro is usually earlier in the year, isn't it? So what yeah. will the conditions yeah, be like? Will it be nice or will uh, it be... I thought there was even snow in the, there in at the one south, point. In the south, it's, uh, it's still nice. Yeah. And it's going to be like probably not hot. Yeah, I think good condition for cycling. Okay. The problem is uh, when you go up north. Because when you start climbing, and it's, it's yeah. already when quite you go cold. up north, when and when you go up high. Okay, well that's us for for tri news, which has all been about cycling. Um, well, there's no triathlon <laughs> at the moment, so uh, so we filled the space with cycling. Yeah. Um, okay, with that, let's come on to race race reports, and um, we're going to check in with some with some racers. But I think we well actually, I'm going to start with my with my story. I was a volunteer at the weekend. Um, with, at the boss band um, because I thought you know I can't race wouldn't be racing anyway I'll give back I'll do my bit I'll do my volunteering so I went along it was nice no one spoke to me because I don't speak very good Dutch um, the participants did but the other volunteers were really like nah we're not going to talk to you you don't speak Dutch so I spent most of the day on my own which was nice didn't they know who you are? <laughs> I should have said that do you <laughs> know who I am? <laughs> I'm Neil from the podcast <laughs> I said do you not listen to that? They're like what podcast? and anyway so actually my observations first of all was the number of new riders um, or new, sorry I keep talking about riders 
riders. I've been watching too much cycling. The number of new athletes, like this, because I was speaking to a lot of the participants. So my job was to check the bikes out. So if you don't have a race number, you can't leave because you might be taking someone else's mm -hmm. bike. It was amazing. So I was saying, how did your race go? The number of people that was their first race was like eight out of 10 people asked was their, was their first race. I didn't realize it was such a, a popular thing. And yeah. so late in the year and you know, every one of them I said, would you do it again? Not one of them said no. I think, uh, it's one of the things that try hard, the organizers of the bus barn. And then we've got Aldercourt coming up and same organizers. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's one of the things they've done really well is they get a lot because of the the format having a lot of waves, okay. sort of recognizable, pretty easy courses in terms of like logistics, easy to get to, easy to find your way around. Yeah. I think they get a lot of people involved and, you know, doing their first races. So uh, yeah, it was, it was so nice to see. We could have been there with a recruitment board though, getting people. Well, we couldn't, up. we weren't allowed to send oh, spectators. <laughs> <laughs> but you could have sent me with a switch, with a, with a card machine. I could have took membership <laughs> payments. No, but it was amazing. Cause usually, uh, for the newer members, usually at the boss bomb, we, we try to get a tent there and have a yeah, remember, barbecue yeah, or that, yeah. some food or yeah, yeah. a master there a couple of times right, for, yeah. uh, Sophie, those who raced hard. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, usually make it a bit more of a club event, but obviously yeah. because of the times, yeah. uh, there was a lot yeah. of people, um, didn't have a club and wanted, like one of the things that most people said was, oh, I didn't train enough. I mean, I say that every day, but, um, yeah, it was, it was quite, uh, it was quite, I don't know. It was quite good to see that people yeah. were really doing this and really, really sort of enjoying it. One poor guy. <laughs> I said, how did the race go? He said, ah, oh, it wasn't that good. And I was like, oh, what was it? Was it the swim? Was it the bike? I got pulled out the water. <laughs> I had oh. a panic attack. And I'm like, oh, shit, where do I go from here? Oh. But he was nice. And I gave him the name of a book, which I'm reading and I'll come on to at the end, which I thought would be real useful. And I tried to recruit him for the club, obviously. <laughs> so I tried to get him coaching with Matt. I tried to get him the swim <laughs> sessions. And, no, I'm just joking. He was a um, really nice guy. But and I he'll really, be there I at really 7 o'clock on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and, and his, his name's Bill. No, I, I felt really, really sorry for him. But he seemed kind of... And, up spirits but you know it's just one of these things if he'd maybe just done one open water swim or two open yeah. water swims probably wouldn't have happened but anyway. you sort of it's easy once you've even you don't have to be really experienced but once you've done a few races it's sort of easy to remember what it was to what it felt like to have not raced and, yeah. and those very first race and Swimming how is yeah terrifying it can be uh, i almost drowned the first time i came out with the club i got my wetsuit it came in the post in the morning i went out in the evening never really swam in a pool since school and they all started swimming so I thought oh, I need to swim and I almost drowned and that is a true story and if it wasn't like there was a real moment of panic where I was like shit this is not a joke and luckily one guy was like you okay and I'm like I'm fine <laughs> I didn't even know it in the moment you know this rolling onto your back and just relaxing was not even in my mind yeah you know so I was in real trouble and, and at that point I'm I'm quite cautious now when new people come out of the club for that reason alone. But anyway, so my funny story was um, I was at the transition zone where you take the bikes out, but it's also very next to the course where you, you pick up your bike and, and go out onto the run track. This guy was going out, but he was going really slow and he had like a decathlon jacket on or something. I thought he was checking his bike out. So I was like, whoa, where's your race number? And I stopped him. <laughs> 
race number. No, I need to see this. I need to see that. And he's like, and some guy's like, are you on the course? He's like, yeah, I'm about to do the bike leg. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped him because he was going so slow, thinking he was leaving the course. And I did wonder where his bag was. <laughs> Poor guy. You so destroy his dry future. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I, I probably cost him about 20 seconds, but I think overall, I think over, he had it. Two hours. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nah, I mean, it was wonderful actually to see that he was doing it, but I felt so bad. <laughs> and the other thing, which was quite funny, I saw them packing up before everyone had finished, but they obviously started as soon as they can so when the last sort of riders out on their bike or whatever and they're packing things up and all these people had left their flip-flops at the beginning of the the swim and mm. uh, the way it was set up I guess because of COVID every single finisher had to come through like a single barrier and this guy's organisers you must have picked up I saw him see 10-15 pairs of trainers and flip-flops and just threw them in the bin and I was like <laughs> why would you not just lay them out at the where everyone has to walk through and, they can, and then once the race is finished put them in the bin but yeah. anyway that was quite funny Just so if you're missing a pair of flip-flops you're you not getting why. them back yeah. mm -hmm. um, okay so now we're going to check in with some of the athletes um, and we are going to check in with Bijan and Joe yeah. Um, so we're going to try and give them a call. They did the, I've, I've got down here, the 5150 Olympic distance. 5150, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the Ironman series, but the Olympic distance. Ah, um, okay, okay. I've done it last year. In Maastricht mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. How was it? Really nice. It was nice weather and it was a simple, uh, easy swim. Uh, in the river? Yeah. Yes. In the river. And you were starting from one side of the river and you were ending to the other side. Very cool. Like it was nice, yeah. And also the bike course with some like 300 meters elevation. Not right. too bad. That's not too bad, but for, uh, yeah, yeah, for 40 that's Two loops, uh, I think. Yeah. Quite some cornering though. And then the run through, through Maastricht. Nice. Maastricht through the city. Really nice with a lot of support. Okay, and they both done nice. So let's give, let's give Joe and Bijan a call. Hello. Hello. Hi. 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 Oh, we have both of you there. Is this, is this, is this, uh, Joe yeah. and Bijan? How are you? This is Neil. You're on, you're live. Hi, Neil. You're live on Attack the Pod. Right. This, this is a first. This is the first time we've actually dialed someone into the show. So um, if this goes tragically wrong, then, uh, you know why. <laughs> you are guinea pigs. Well, we also have a surprise guest with us, which is Anna. Uh, Hi. Oh, right. so we're having a party here. Like, there's beer and there's M and M's. Oh. It's uh, it's after racing. It's off season, so there's beer and M and M's in the podcast studio. So and, uh, I've never really had the season, so I'm drinking water. <laughs> How are you? Good. Okay. So we we thought we'd give you a call. We thought we'd check in and ask how your race went. You were racing Maastricht at the weekend. We were. How did it go? It was cold. <laughs> really cold. How cold was the water? I don't know if I heard wrong, but they were they announced that yesterday because they had a sprint distance the day before, and they announced that on the Sunday the temperature was nineteen point something. But they were like, oh, you know, it's it's strange because yesterday it was seventeen point something. So I don't know how overnight it went up by two degrees. Yeah, well, you can't complain. You've got to be happy with but that, anyway, unless someone was, like it, emptied a bunch of spas, <laughs> or you know, like a couple of jacuzzis into the water from uh, the kettle, yeah, upstream. Yeah. The boss band was sixteen degrees. Yeah, that's nineteen. Seems warm. Yeah, but I think it was just that it was also cold out of the water, and there was a long, quite a long wait. So, what time well, in I the? It's quite difficult to hear you, Bian. Oh, well, okay. You get a little bit closer. Um, a bit better. <laughs> 
I can hold it. Uh, it too much. And that, we can hear you very well. <laughs> you'll have to spot. You'll have to speak for him. But how did training go? How did training go? Won't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! I'm, that one's staying in. <laughs> so, how did training go? How did training go for the event? Was uh, was lockdown good for training? Or you know. We've all been locked down, but was it was it a good thing for training or was it tough? Well, I think it was good. It was okay. a good one, and uh, well, for me, it was the first time I was doing the uh, Ironman organized race. Yeah. So uh, the transition was a bit of a mess for me. But, uh, <laughs> is that because of the? Ra- is that was that the organizer's fault or was that your fault? No, I guess it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to get that. You can call it a foul. So <laughs> was it? It was like the traditional Ironman. So you, you have like uh, transition bags. Yeah, yes, exactly. Because I was so used to get uh, like a style of transition, like a play hard series, yeah. that you can have everything laid next to your bike. So that's much easier and much faster. So I had a bit of time to put a giant wet uh, wetsuit in the <laughs> small bag, and then uh, it, it was a cold. And then we both tried to have a jersey on for the bike, and then it's very difficult to put on a jersey cycling jersey when you're fully wet it's yeah. almost impossible it took me two minutes yeah. to put the jersey on yeah, yeah that does sound a bit hellish so not the best time for a transition <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. Joanna Joanna took some time for the transition that's what she I told did. me yeah I took my time <laughs> I, wasn't, I was in no rush does it beat the club record though does it beat Paula's club record <laughs> no it didn't beat the record <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a record <laughs> that's going to stand for some time <laughs> I think my T1 was closed. It took like six minutes and something. Right, that's yeah. not too bad for yeah. an Ironman style one. Compared to Paula's, that's, that's, that's rapid. So uh, how was the bike course? What kind of, talk us through the course. Uh, it was a bit hilly. but um, And I think, cause, so they changed the course quite last minute because of everything, obviously. So it was no longer in the city. It was a little bit out. The course parts of it were really nice and long kind of, stretches but it was also quite zigzaggy like through kind of residential areas and it was a bit wet and slippery down some of those like a classic limber small narrow lanes downhill so definitely some technical I think it was parts. two totally complete different uh, course the yeah. last year the yeah. first 20k and second 20k oh, like the first 20k was completely in the countryside yeah. And then the second turn to Kai, it came back through the city. And then actually, that was a nice part because we could have some spectators or some club. Yeah, I mean, it felt like like everything considered it. The, the only thing that felt a bit different was that they didn't allow spectators. But so, that, like we were talking about it before, you called, like what actually made it different? Yeah, I think so. so the, the rule was no spectators or support allowed within the event grounds and also officially not on the course. So, in the event area, there was, yeah, it was just the athletes, which felt a bit empty and at the finish yeah. line. But then on the course, yeah, people did gather and you went through sort of small towns where there mm-hmm. were. Not big crowds, but everyone was sort of like gathered around the bike mount, dismount line, and that's as far as they were allowed in. So that's where the crowd was, but nowhere else. <laughs> and how was it? What was the result? Were you happy with your results? Um, considering, yeah, I mean, for me, it was just a <laughs> just follow the motion, do it. 
right? You know no. you're gonna to have to tell a... us you're gonna to have to tell us what your result was. We're not gonna let you away that easy. So come on. <laughs> divulge the times. Well I think I think I can say that Vijan was the big winner of the day since he bit my bike split by <gasps> one minute and six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, was there was there anything riding on this? Was there uh, a dare or anyone doing uh, dishes for the next month? Or <laughs> I, I think uh, I had the uh, fastest pace for the stream and the bike and the run in the whole triathlon race I have done, and yet my overall time was longer because of the. Uh, transition. <laughs> yeah, we still don't hear a time. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, uh, you're trying hard. I had the fastest swim, but I swam like 300 meters more. So, so not the fastest. <laughs> I was really happy with my let's say bike because uh, I, I definitely think that all the indoor session I did on the trainer road helped me to have a let's say good bike. And when I got off the bike, I didn't feel that my legs were tired except for just little muscles next to my uh, Achilles sports bike. So I was really hoping uh, for having a good run, but then probably not having enough brake run or not being used to run in my super aggressive running speed <laughs> for the race. Yeah. A whole 10K, my both Achilles were just on fire. So, But I still managed to have reasonably good run. So in general, nice. I'm happy. Yeah, I think we just still fortunate that we're <laughs> We won the numbers. We won the numbers. Neil won the, oh, the numbers. It's okay. We'll so find we them. The <laughs> don't you worry. Let's let's see. We're going to find them online. So while while Neil's looking for uh, the results, yeah, because you're not going to tell us that. So. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. You've, you've had your chance. We're taking them now. Let me. I'm going to find it. Mine was 2.59 something, like oh, nice. a few seconds less than three hours. Ah, uh, okay. okay. And I think I was four, four minutes. I'll be checking yeah, that, don't worry. <laughs> We've got the fact checker in the room. Yeah, He's, uh, got you don't take a while to scroll to this. <laughs> Spelling the names like correctly. Search the name, because if you go page by page, you have to go to the last page of the game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Joanna was two hours and 55 and 53 seconds. Yeah. 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 Oh, you, you remember it now. Three, yeah. minutes, three <laughs> minutes in transition spent putting on the warm layers. <laughs> <laughs> and, Which uh, I was actually really happy, happy with. Bijan, you, you, you were two hours 59 and 51 seconds. Fantastic. Just yeah. three hours. Nice. Two, two hours 59. <laughs> yeah, well done. Well, honestly, I was hoping to have a better race than last year. This, this was my only second Olympic distance. I was hoping to have a better red time that uh, Triumester competed last year. Yeah. But yeah, probably I have to be smarter in transition, especially in uh, Iron Man style. So, other than the spectators, was there sort of any big other differences, like even in the like the registration or after the race, or or did you notice anything sort of experience-wise? Well, we, we had to do like a, a health check, which I mean is like checking a few boxes on your phone, and and then a temperature check. To be honest, that was. Yeah, there was. I mean, there was no ceremony for the, well, like, no podium, only for the pro winners. Yeah, and probably not much of a like a after party or event or a deal. 
It was yeah. really like get your stuff and go. Yeah. Guys, thanks very much. Thanks very much for joining us. We're gonna we're gonna phone yeah, some other people. And uh, well, thanks and good and luck. Well done. And well done. Thank you. Bye bye. 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 I've never really like the transition bags. I've only done it once with Iron Man, but I quite liked that. I don't know if it was just blissful ignorance, but and I've done many of the other triathlons where you lay your stuff out, and yeah, it's convenient. But I didn't see an issue with the with the tri bags. Is that is it a marmite thing? You love it or hate it, or is it just I think you get used to either. Well, I can understand if it's the first time you've done it, you might not. It's something you need to think about. You need to think about what you're putting in there. And I did. So, for example, uh, I'd always put my bike helmet in the bag because then you can put it on while you're running to your bike. So it's quicker in, in that sense. But it can be, it's also that thing of like, it's one more thing to think about. And when you've just come out the swim and you're about to run onto the bike, yeah, oh, I just don't know what I'm thinking about anymore. And if I, I got just the right remember bag everything and, yeah. dripping when I went back to the yeah. second transition because you've got your wetsuit and the, the other bag. But I, didn't, I don't remember it being that. I think I was just so shit scared of doing my first half Iron Man and not, <laughs> nothing mattered. Just you like know? the fear covered yeah, everything. Exactly. So. That bag was the least of my worries. Probably next time I'll be like, this is shocking. <laughs> um, let's come on to your race, Matt, if that's okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, so you, you were signed up for, for a few races and we all know you've done your Ultraman, but tell us how the boss band went. I know that was, because they say you're only as good as your most recent race and yeah. everyone raced at the weekend in the boss band. How did it go for you? So Saturday was quite a nice sunny day and I really wished I'd entered on Saturday because <laughs> on Sunday I got up in the morning and I, uh, I was entered for like 12 o'clock on Sunday. And at eight, nine o'clock, I took my son to play football and uh, sat there while- on the child card, are you? Yeah, while he was playing football and I got colder and wetter. <laughs> you sacked it. And in the end, I was like, I don't need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such shocking. a fair weather racer, Talking really. about respect for races, the only reason you got away with that is because you've done your Ultraman and you've done an Ironman. But I have to say- yeah. That was shocking. <laughs> and yeah. it actually turned out to be quite a nice day. It, was a wee, it, was a, it wasn't too windy. It wasn't, not what it was tipped to be, but yeah. it, Saturday was a lot better. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, no, I didn't, uh, I just okay. pulled the plug. Okay, so I'll just say it didn't go well for that one. <laughs> DNS. And then uh, yeah, it did not start. And then, of course, the, the big race yeah. uh, beyond the Ultraman was you actually done a, an Ironman in Estonia and Talon. I, I fit. The Iron Man for the year in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the only true, one, yeah. I think, is how, happening this year. How did seems. that go? So I, I guess, um, well, first of all, I think, let's start at the end. You got a personal best, yeah. right? Which yeah, was yeah. nine? Did 9.36. 9.36, yeah, yeah. Was a really, really good time. Were you happy yeah. with that? Yeah, I was pretty happy. What, um, were you, what was your goals going into it? It's always a tough one. Um, now, you're always a bit cautious to, to divulge these before the race. I no, I mean, there's always a little bit, even, so this is my sixth full distance wow. race. This year or just in general? Because <laughs> you've done so many. No, in general. <laughs> so many, uh, so, but, such um, good achievements this year. But uh, yeah, so, but even after that, there's always a little bit of you, which is like finish, yep. you know, because anything can happen, like over 10 hours, yep. anything can happen. Yep. And then the last twice I've been under 10 hours. So obviously I wanted to do that again. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, next goal was kind of a PR. So I think my best was 9.49. So you beat it by um, 15 minutes or something. Yeah. And then I thought if I got around 9.30, there was a chance of top 10 in my age group. So uh, they were the goals going in, I guess, sort of in, in that sort of order. 9.30 was a real like swinging for the fences kind of thing. But um, I felt good going in. I felt fit. Um, so I knew I had a good chance. But 
Yeah, it was it was a strange experience. Uh, even yeah. getting there was a weird experience. So um, so I had to. All the flights got cancelled from the Netherlands. We were keeping for like two, three weeks beforehand. We had to check websites, checking Estonian travel information, flight information all the time to discover how to get there, if I could get there. So I ended up having to get the train to Dusseldorf and then fly in there. Fly direct? I think flew directly. No, through Riga. Were you going on your own? Yeah, I went on my own. It didn't seem smart to take the kids and stuff. And I ended up having to go... A lot longer than I wanted. I was there almost, oh, just over a week in the end because of flight times and all these different precautions. But actually, when you got to Estonia, it was, other than Ironman, that was the most uh, COVID-y part of the whole thing. <laughs> Everywhere yeah. else, is like it was very, because the, the cases are so low there, yeah. that the, you really wouldn't have known much was going on other than a, a few hand washes here and there. Looking back, um, all the hassle you went through yeah. to go, would you do it again? Uh, I guess so. I mean, it was a good race and well, it went well, but, um, I wouldn't do the boss man. I wouldn't do the boss. Man. <laughs> I, I wouldn't make, I'll just put I wouldn't into have, perspective here. <laughs> I wouldn't have driven the 10 minutes to the boss bum. I was willing to do a, a 10 hour two stop. Uh, no, I guess I would, but, um, it wasn't kidding. the easiest thing at all for sure. And, yeah. uh, the sort of, I don't know, the advantages of that, it was too, it was, it felt like a long time away and, and all that, but it meant I went in really prepared because. Yeah, and you'd done it a lot throughout the year as well. I mean, your training. Done was a lot of training, intense, but I was also, I had much. nothing to do that week. Yeah. So I was literally like going to bed at seven o'clock in the evening, <laughs> sat there watching <laughs> the, TV. The country just ordered before you went to your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But you know, I was really relaxed and it was the first time where like two, three days out, I was like, I'm ready to race. I want to race. Ah, Let's go. Okay. Let's go. So I was really nice. jumping at the bit to, nice. to get at it. And, and then you, the race village was where, or the, the, the rest of the experience was where it kind of, it was very weird. Um, yeah. We had to get temperature checks. We had to fill in all these different things. We had to prove that we'd entered the country within a certain window. Had to wear masks the whole time around the Ayman village. And, and there was a, it was a quite a, like a muted experience as well. Yeah. Not much of a race village, yeah. not much, you know, a couple of stores, but not really much going on there and uh and your yeah. bike your bike got broken on the way over and on the way back yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if, you, if you're flying to, to the baltics <laughs> yeah recommend uh using a really hard case because <laughs> they got broken both directions i was so, thinking yeah. we should we got yeah. a lot of questions on the whatsapp group um from people how do i pack my bike and things and some of us are used to traveling and some are not then maybe we should do a video we should do a video yeah. just saying here's how we pack our bikes and bang it up on instagram yeah that's what do you idea. think, Instagram police? Step, step one, <laughs> Got a, don't, don't book with Air Baltic. can do that. <laughs> and that increases the chances. What surprises me um, is how many people leave their derailleurs hanging where they are. Well, like that was a mistake I made. Um, or was on it? On the way back. Was it? I never knew that, sorry. But I, I actually, he's one of them. <laughs> the, bike, the bike bag that I had has a, has a freight, like a, a little cage that goes over yeah. the rear derailleur well, that, yeah, they but think it's still and, fine, and yeah. it, it didn't look anything like there was anything wrong with it I thought it was yeah. just the cabling yeah. took it into the bike shop and they were like no no the whole thing's gone that's so rough and now with your new road bike you have the SRAM access yeah so I can take it off really easy yeah. and put it in your yeah. pocket yeah, yeah exactly yeah that's really cool but uh, yeah so it's a weird experience but the race itself was I mean they did a really good job of organising everything yeah. um, it's it's a good race it was, yeah. it was a bit cold because it should have been Two months earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the stone at Talon's very, very nice. Yeah, yeah. lovely it city. Raining, raining when you were <sighs> running or? Uh, on the run, yeah. So yeah. we the fork, uh, we got lucky in the end because the yeah. forecast all week was bad and it was it was sketchy the week yeah. before, but not 
terrible. And then on the day it stayed dry till the, till the uh, run. So that was uh, really fortunate, especially on the bike. You just don't want it to be too wet. And it was due yeah. to belt it down on the yeah. bike. It was kind of like the swim was, was fun. <laughs> it right. was, it was choppy in there. So, I think uh, I'm yeah. penciled in to do this one next year. The yeah. half, the yeah. half. Just putting out there, the half. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I was curious to hear about the, the course. And so personal best, and you also learned how to pee on the bike. No, I already, <laughs> already knew how to pee it. on the bike. I, I hadn't mastered that. But it's always been a downhill experience for me before. Like, yeah, I, right. Can but, you walk us through the details? Please? Yeah, I'd rather you didn't walk us through it, but you can talk us through it. Well, <laughs> so usually I would, especially for a half or a full, kind of identify the downhills. And maybe have a little think about that before. Because, you know, you can usually hold it for a certain amount of time beforehand. But if you know you've got a good downhill coming, yeah, you just it's just that, like, overriding that response, right? Because like, your bladder naturally doesn't want to give and up. And we're not getting any younger. So yeah, yeah, well, well it, I think that's possibly why I can. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so usually I just look for the downhills, but I found that if I just like pedal now, I can, <laughs> you just, uh, I've got the practice in now. That so is... you can just, uh, yeah, just let it go. And uh, oh, well done. I mean, you need to make sure you've got a bottle of water nearby to give yourself a quick swell and yeah. uh Good, but I managed, yeah, while cycling. I was very proud of that. That was good. And, uh, and what, also in the run, I've always managed to, like, you walk through the aid station. Yeah. Maybe, you know, pee as you're walking, a couple of yeah. glasses <laughs> over yourself. So uh, you, everything's dripping. Everyone's smelly. Yeah. But to be honest, <laughs> the soundtrack to an Ironman run is just constant farting anyway, right? <laughs> so, like, it's not a pretty place <laughs> in and of itself. So we're, we're, we'll maybe do an Instagram video of this one. <laughs> I, I don't want to do more. So, uh, so it doesn't feel bad, but I actually managed to do whilst running this time, yeah. which I was, I was amazed by. So nice. uh, yeah, nice. they were probably my proudest two moments of the weekend, <laughs> to be honest. And a great time. So I think you should be proud of that. Right. I think we're going to check in with Mai, aren't we? Yeah. Episode two, we spoke to Mai, who did uh, the, uh, what did we call it in the end? Don't Try Too Hard. Don't Try Too Hard. The yeah. event that we held in Iberg in uh, June, July, this summer, to sort of make up for the lack of racing. And it was her first sort of, unofficial triathlon. It was the first time she'd put swim, bike and run together. So we had her in episode two to talk about that. But now she's done her first official race yeah. uh, at the boss barn last weekend. So we thought we'd give her a call to check in and see how it went. And we're going to give her a hard time as well, because I'm sure I saw her on her Instagram. She said, my first proper try. And I'm like, what? The attack one wasn't proper here. Well, she was all, oh, this is the best thing ever a few months ago. Yeah. Let's give her a call and, uh, and see if she, if she will speak to us. Hey. Hello, Mai. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're very good. So we have Neil here. Hi, Mai. And Anna. Hello. Hello. We have Anna with us as well. And um, we were calling to hear about uh, your first real actual triathlon <laughs> experience. <laughs> Hang on. Actually, before we go there, now, but before, before we go on to that, Mai, now I'm sure that I saw on your Instagram, you had said, <laughs> I've just done my first proper triathlon. And you know, two months ago, you were saying how you'd done your first triathlon. And now, now you're saying that the attack one wasn't proper. So what, what do you have to say about that, first of all? Where, where? Well, not a member anymore. I didn't anymore. get the medal. That's it. Uh, I didn't get the medal in the first one. You got to go on the podcast. That's more than any medal. Yeah. Anyway. Did, you wear your pod- did you wear your medal to go home? <laughs> How did it go? Well, of course I did. 
yeah. all, all joking, all joking aside, how how did it go? How did it feel to do your first um, organised proper triathlon, shall we say? It was very exciting. Well, but I, I actually did it much better than what I expected. I ran much faster than usual. I biked much faster than usual. Swimming was a little bit more like scary than I expected because when I did it two months ago, you know, I know like people nice, attack people, everyone nice. No one pulled me down, but like <laughs> last week and like some people like pulled me from behind. I was like trying not to panic, but like it's so chaos in yeah. the water it's very hard <laughs> it's very hard not to take it personally and you think yeah but the other person's struggling as well right yeah, yeah they're just struggling as much as you are but you're all kind of uh failing together i've looked at them and thought i will remember them when i get out <laughs> <laughs> and everyone looks the same everyone. and w- was it cold not really it was quite cold but uh, after you start swimming you didn't really notice and it, the weather actually wasn't that bad so, yeah, when you're biking, you're kind of already dry. Yeah. That was kind of like what I was afraid of. <laughs> a day before I asked everyone on the WhatsApp, like, hey, should I bring in my long sleeve or should I just wear the cool dry suit? Do you think that you're, it went better because you went in with more confidence? You know, having done the, the sort of trial one, if you like, with attack, do you think you had more confidence going into the race and it helped you to get the better times that also but also like i don't know just feeling that like someone's behind you or yeah. kind of racing with somebody else it's at the end it's like you right but still like someone is like behind you and chasing you <laughs> yeah. kind of feeling. The, the adrenaline's pumping and yeah. oh that's racing that's what that's good oh that's cool excellent so talk us through the swim and the bike and the run how did each one go for you i think the bike the course was really nice, super straight line, no carbs or anything. But it's so got I the bridge, go. hasn't it? It has the, the, it used to have the bridge. Yeah, it? the bridge Is about still three quarters bridge? of the way through the loop, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. So I could just like speed up until like as much as I could. That was really nice. And the running was a little bit harder because it was kind of like up and down, like small up and down, of course. And it was 1k for five laps. So, it felt a little bit weird. Like you still feel like, oh, five more laps, four more laps. Yeah. So it's quite yeah. difficult to keep it up. Yeah. But yeah, I ended up running much faster than usual. So I wasn't really sure if that, like the time is, is it like really accurate or not really? I'd imagine so. Yeah. I think it's, uh, this electronic timing as well. Right. So yeah. 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 If it's the official time, it's very good, which we're going to ask you. What oh t- yeah, we what, need to know. We need to know the time. What time did you get? Uh, it was one hour and twenty-four minutes. Oh, well and done. Forty seconds. There you go. Forty seconds. That's what we like. <laughs> Someone who knows their time. Yeah. <laughs> well done. That's a great result. <laughs> Excellent. And did you? Um, I mean, there, I guess there weren't many spectators there. Did you notice anything else with the sort of the whole situation at the moment and COVID? Uh, did that sort of affect the experience at all, or did you not really notice because you were just thinking about your own race? Yeah, it's just like no spectators were a little bit sad. Yeah. But there are still other people. Yeah, I didn't really notice much else, I think. It's because you were well, going I so don't fast. Know how it is, like, usually. So. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I can't so, really compare. But. So, what's next? 
next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think everyone's uh, well, I don't, I don't know if there is. There's winter yeah, triathlons, yeah. I think. Yeah. Winter triathlons, they do uh, skating instead of swimming. Ice skating. Ah, okay. So, yeah. You're going to do that, Mai? Well, I can skate. So, <laughs> maybe I can try one. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. And next year, <laughs> do you think you'll do, uh, say, an Olympic distance or, or even a half Ironman? Yeah, I want to do a few Olympic distance. Nice. And uh, I want to see, yeah, I can do a little bit longer one. But, yeah, as, uh, I will see. Nice. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Hey, congratulations. Well done on your race. Well done. And thanks for coming. Thanks for coming back on the show. I'm looking forward to hear this episode. <laughs> Great. Okay. Have a good evening. Speak to you later. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Good result as well. Yeah. Very good. Excellent time. It's interesting to see how, like, with the adrenaline pumping and, yeah, that's you know, people asking. to chase and yeah. stuff, how, uh, that's what I was asking, yeah, everyone yeah. goes a lot faster than they think they can. Yeah. It's really good. Right, so we're going to move on now. We've spoke to the athletes and we're going to meet Anna. So we've got some questions for Anna. Come on, you're looking worried. We're taking her by surprise here. So yeah. she thought she was just going to come in and do some uh, videos she and take some photographs. Her, I really did. I really did. She sneaked her way into the podcast. There's no going to wait. We, we, we even like sneakily got a beer in her first so that we get some extra truthful. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, you know, uh, right, it was so planned. Mm. And I'm going to ask the questions just so it makes it even doubly difficult because oh, you have to understand. So I can, pret- so I can pretend I don't understand. Yeah, but, yeah, I, can, but uh, I can sign uh, and decide if that helps. Uh, right. Where are you from? Italy. Italy. Where about? Uh, Trento. Trento. Where Dolomites. Ah, okay. And how did you end up in Amsterdam? Uh, the real story or the one I make out during interviews? You want the real story? <laughs> I want to hear both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could call, should we call Terence? He, 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 he might know. That's your flatmate, right? Yep. Who we've had on the show. Them with uh, his uh, story. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so tell us, tell us the real story, the All shortened right, no, version of the real story. I will make it short. Um, heartbroken. Yeah. Uh, quit my job. So basically, I had uh, uh, I didn't have my partner anymore. Yeah. I didn't have my job, and I said, okay, what I'm gonna do? Uh, I have a friend. I had a friend in uh, in Amsterdam. She said, come over and send some uh, application. And then, yeah, it was 1st November 2015. It's oh, wow. almost five years. Wow. Oh. Well done. Yep. And yet you're still here. You fell in love again. You fell in love with Amsterdam, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I was like really swearing here. Did I? Okay, next question, please. Well, tell, tell, us, tell us the, the story you tell in interviews. <laughs> It's just boring stuff. Uh, you know, looking for new challenges. Yeah, you know, okay. I'm an adventurous person that likes to uh, hit a challenge head on. And so I... Uh, that I poor Italian person who cannot find a job in Italy because yeah. he's underpaid and he goes to the Netherlands uh, looking for a, a bright future. So that's And the, here you are, almost five years on. What, what was your first impression of the club? How did you find the club? Yeah. Uh, I, I Google it. Actually, uh, good question, because the first impression was not very nice. Uh, because I remember I sent an email to ask some questions, and I never got a reply. So I had to send a second email, and then someone replied. I think it was either Brian or Hamish. Uh, but then I was in a club for basic, I was a member, so I 
paying member for one year, but I never joined anything. Well, there's not wasn't much going on. It was not really advertised. It was, it was not really social. Yeah. Um, and then I got invited uh, out of the blue from Brian Gibson um, to a ride. Uh, I think it was January. It was not a good idea. Uh, during that ride, uh, there was like this French lady, Soline. I don't know uh, yeah. how long. Do you remember her? Remember yeah. Soline, yeah. That's the first time I met her. And it was Ed, Ed Bird. Yeah. And the first time I met Ed. And actually we were cycling and it was kind of like uh, there was ice. Um, and she she fell. She fell off and she broke her uh, elbow. So that was my first ride with Italian, yeah. <laughs> but first I'm still here. Well, maybe. Yeah. Hmm? First group ride, first time in a group. No, uh, no, no. She, How long she, have you been riding? Myself, I started in uh, 2012 right. with a mountain bike, but uh, I was coming from from swimming, and before swimming, I wasn't doing anything, basically. Right. You, know, you haven't experienced anything, or you haven't lived until you've seen Anna going down a hill. <laughs> It's oh, yeah. frightening. Is it? Frightening <laughs> fast? I've never seen anyone descend like it in my life. Oh, yeah. That's the Dolomites, right? Well, you know, when you're born in a place where you either go up or, yeah. well, you go up and then you go down, uh, you just, I am very comfortable with that. So I don't really feel the risk. And yeah. But I realized how fast I go when I was in uh, Mallorca. And yeah. then uh, I was, of course, uh, uh, one of the slow ones up at, uh, during the climb with the guys. And then, and then, uh, um, uh, but I was in a group with you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that well, I'm mean, going down. I mean, generously, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> sort of, it, for a very short amount of time. <laughs> until Anna sort of like goes descending psychological, like basically like. Like Kershi. Well, she's basically, like if she had a, if she had a horn to honk at cars, because she's basically like, get out of my way, get out of my way. I think I, 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 I. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Over a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I think Chris Perry and Christophe said, what the hell did you do? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. what's your best achievement then, race-wise, sporting-wise? Uh, yeah. sporting I think I think it was the marathon of the Dolomite. Okay, what's that? Uh, that was uh, I did in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, and that is a uh, um, a cycling race, a hundred forty k, and with a forty two hundred meters elevation. <laughs> I've wow. never done that before, and I've never done that after <laughs> again. <laughs> but you enjoyed coming down the other side, I guess. Yeah, of course. No, it's uh, it's, it's it's like the scenery is amazing, and the, the vibe, and it, it it's it's really nice. Uh, and you can enter it uh, only if they basically um, select you. So I was yeah. so lucky that I was selected. First time I was trying, first time I was selected. So, uh, and uh, it's back home because it's my backyard. So, so had you been on the bucket list for a while? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was like, uh, for me, it was okay. I'm, I'm, I was just trying a lot of things. And then I said, I'm going to try to sign up for this. And then I got, in, <laughs> I got invited. And again, nice. Brian Gibson said... I mean, I tried many times, but I never got in. And you tried the first time and you get in. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Do you have any plans for next year racing or um, anything like that? Yeah. Well, I would really like to mm, do some uh, bike packing. Hmm? Yep. I've been thinking you spoke about. spoke a lot about that on the, on the group, I think, as well. Yeah. Yep. 
I just, uh, it's interesting. I like the, you know, the, the kind of like lifestyle of it. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm looking into buying a cyclocross slash gravel bike that I yeah. can use for bikepacking. And if you don't know what gravel is, listen to one of our podcasts because I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> podcast because Man, of that. Uh, yeah. Tim uh, educated me. Is it the last one? Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, that, that's it. No, no, no big plans. There is actually a, a race that me and Joanna, uh, is like a couple of years that you want to do. It has always been in these years where it's been canceled and it's like a one week. It's called again in the Dolomite. It's called Giro delle Dolomiti and it's six stages. Oh, wow. um, stages would be cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And of course, again, a lot of climbing, uh, yeah. an average of hundred, 150 K per day. Wow. Um, yeah. So maybe do next it. year. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> right, we've got a quick fire round. We're going to say something. We want a one-word reaction from you, okay? Oh, God. You ready for it? It's nothing bad. I mean, some of them are the same. I don't know if I can stick to the one word, okay? As short as possible. Heart rate monitor. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> Mountain bikers. They're nice. Shaved legs on men. Yeah, that's fun. Amsterdam or Rotterdam? Amsterdam. <laughs> I like the laugh, I'm the same. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hardly like, spent anything. Like it's even a question. Well, yeah, why you <laughs> ask that? God, I... <laughs> come on, please. Swimming or cycling? Oh. Oh. It's a tough one for you. Uh, uh, choose one. Swim bike. No, no. Swimming. Swimming. Swim. Italian cuisine or Dr. Utkar? <laughs> <laughs> Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> right, I'm taking that as Dr. Rutger. That, that is your answer. Terence, are you listening to this? Uh, triathletes. Obsessed. <laughs> Apple pie. Liquor. <laughs> Lance Armstrong. No comment. Pantani. Pantani. That's my, that's my reply. He <laughs> raced. They race together. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yep. Okay, that's that. You've been let off like I'm done? Well, you're not done. You've got to stay there, you know. (laughs) You've wormed your way in here. You're staying here. Um, But we are coming to the end, but we always do a sort of segment where we get a laugh and we look at Neil's performance against the visiting guest. So we've got your um, we've got your Strava open. <laughs> this is I don't know why I do this. It's like are you, literally, are you, are you it's, like, uh, it's like taking two like, guns and shelling like someone. Like it. It's like some sort of like penance. And it cannot be any it, feels like, it feels like Niels is watching you. <laughs> no, we only do we only do it now. But um, the reason it's so bad is because I've I, I'm on a well, I'm I'm on a hiatus of uh, now about ten days of doing absolutely nothing. Um, but anyway, right, so we're looking at your Strava performance here. So in the last four weeks, average rides a week, what do you reckon you've done? Oh, I have to bike? guess on what I've done. Yeah. But in, are you talking about cycling? Cycling, trim? yeah. Uh, How many rides? In the last weeks, you said? Yeah, last four weeks. Oh, mm, mm, 300. Kilometers? Yeah. Ah, oh, nice, nicely done. But it's 136. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> no, but that's per week. That's per week. So that's unfair. And it was close. Optimistic. Uh, it was it was kind of uh, it was it's more than that if you take it as being the month. And I've done 20. <laughs> oh, that? It's because we're on a new month. That's what it yeah, is. It must yeah, be because yeah. you know I've done I've done a few rides. Um, average time training a week in the last four weeks. So you've done five and a half hours. That's good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly yeah. swimming, I think. 
Um, you know, unlimited members membership at swim gym. Uh, you helps. know, you go three, yeah, <laughs> three, four times. Yeah. It's raining outside. Yeah, you've been doing three swims a week apparently. I've yeah. done zero, Good. and I've done. Um, <laughs> you just gloss over nah. that one. <laughs> just, um, Why are you doing this I've to yourself? Because <laughs> it's fun, right? It's entertaining. I've done forty nine minutes uh, on the bike in the last four weeks. Apparently, average. That's there's some. This, this is because it's the first of the month. We need to revise this. You're game. working too much. We need to revise. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm. I'm running. So no, you're not really, uh, see, I'm up to four kilometers average a week. I think this is because it reset, but I, I've not been doing a lot. Yeah, you've got zero and you're swimming. It's really good. An average of four and a half kilometers a week. Oh. Well done. Yeah, nice. I'm also improving my, my pace. Uh, yeah. I have to say swim gym is, is helping really a lot. I, yeah, I really like the, the swim first gym. year I couldn't see an improvement. I don't know, after COVID, maybe like the whole excitement to start swimming again. And I saw the time dropping like, whoa. Yeah. So it makes have you changed feel... anything? They made the well, pool shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, I'm just joking. Well, the, the technique is getting better. Yeah. So uh, I fixed a few things, but it took time. Uh, Candy, uh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. really like the swim gym. I'm a, I'm a big yeah. big fan of it. Yeah. I wasn't joking. I will. Uh, I'm going to do the attack sessions and then and then go back there. Um, real good. Uh, my swimming came on loads when I went to the swim gym. Now I've got to go and do it all again. <laughs> anyway, so that's us. Well, that's us. Heard all we all we're going to hear about you. But I think we've got a good. For those that don't know, you know a little bit more about you now. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to end. So we usually end on well. Matt, you could take us through this. Well, one, we usually end with a question about like uh, what we're reading or any good shows we've watched lately. So some recommendations for whether something to do with training or something just to watch while you're on the trainer or listen to. But I also, uh, we put some questions, oh, sorry, we put a question out in the WhatsApp group today. And we're seeing if there's any questions that anyone had to fire across. Oh yeah, I went, to, I went to talk about that. As soon as I read it, I was like, Matt, what have you done? You have just <laughs> opened up the biggest can of worms because you're going to get 200 ideas. <laughs> well, some of them were good. Well, I think well, we're fantastic gonna, ideas. I think so, we can take a lot of them. Yeah, so we had a couple around uh, off season and planning the off season. So I think that's probably yeah. a good um, a good subject for the next podcast. Um, so I think we'll try and cover that in a bit more detail in the next the podcast. Yep. Probably everyone's finished racing. You might be racing Aldekirk this weekend as yep. the very last thing. Yep. So uh, if you are looking at planning your season ahead, now's the time to take two weeks off, yep. off, off, yep. 100% off. Yep. Uh, don't make it the mistake of thinking that means... I'll just run a little bit. Or, uh, <laughs> it means you get to eat a bag of M&M's. It means you get yeah, beer, been beer and M&M's when you're doing the podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's a good uh, good time to get that break in, get the mental and physical kind of recuperation, and then we'll cover it in the next episode, uh, yep. sort of planning your season ahead and, and planning the off-season. Some questions about uh, nutrition, and I think that's definitely going to come up sort of over winter. So we're, again, we didn't want to just cover it in one question now. And, yeah, you know, we're going to do an episode dedicated yeah. to that. And we're going to, we've got some people in mind that can come on and help us. Yeah. Um, answer. Beca because apparently beer and M&Ms doesn't qualify. Right? <laughs> I was going to suggest that Anna and Matt could help us, but you know, seeing this beer here, I don't know. But the question that did stick, so uh, Christoph, I think it's his birthday coming up. So uh, well, well, we'll know because there'll be 300 <laughs> WhatsApp messages, so no need to cover that here. Everyone just, uh, while you're listening to this, just say a quiet, happy birthday in your mind, you know, in your own head, and then uh, we don't need to share it on the uh, in the group. But he was saying uh, any sort of suggestions for something you can get for for his birthday present. Ah, okay. So what I was thinking is maybe instead of just like listing a bunch of suggestions, what's the last thing we've spent money on, which is kind of triathlon sports related, and then what's on the kind of 
What's on the bucket list? What's the next item that you're kind of w- looking out for? For me, it was actually a training peaks membership, and you gave me yeah. a twenty percent off. Yeah. <laughs> Before that was shoes, and we covered that in one of the de- one in detail. And actually, I took your points on board. Like for anyone that didn't listen, I, I have a fan. I have a, a habit of keeping my running shoes for years. You know, I'd done thirteen hundred and fifty kilometers before. I actually replaced the new ones. And Matt had said, have you thought about different shoes for different runs? You know, if you're doing a long run, a tempo run, and actually I've been doing it and it works. It's quite nice. The only thing that bothers me is I have to change it on Strava, what shoes I wore. (laughs) Otherwise I'll get the wrong uh, alert that my shoes have ran out. So probably shoes was the last thing beyond the membership. And anything uh, anything that you're planning to get next? Yeah, it's a new bike for sure. Yeah. Probably a canyon, but it's because I'm a bit stupid that way that I'm sort of married to brands rather than what's right or value or value for money. But but I don't know because we've got builders working in the house and they seem to just be robbing me blind every single day. <laughs> yeah. So I think the new bike will be yeah, it'll be it'll be into next year, but definitely a new bike. So that's mine. Anna. What are you saving for? What What's big on the list and what was the last for triathlon thing? <laughs> well, that's course, another yeah. story. That's, that's not triathlon related. That'd be a hell of a birthday. Well, right? I know. <laughs> uh, I think, I don't know, the last time I bought, maybe it's kind of boring, but I bought like a new cassette and a new chain. So some maintenance, which could be also nice I time to nice do present. that. Yeah, or uh, um, on that, maybe if you want to go yeah, ask for something fancy, get a wax chain for a racing next year or something could be oh, cool okay. but yeah, yeah i think like some of those components it's like something upgrade people, is nice neglect a lot and you can you know they think if you're doing a lot of miles your your chain can wear out very quickly and you don't really know it's worn now it's usually your chain starts to slap yeah. and they think oh it's the gears it can actually be the chain yeah. and you've usually depending how late you leave it you've usually got to change the cassette at the same time as the chain if you've let them get out of uh and then we have to challenge Christoph to see how long it takes to him to replace the chain. Because for <laughs> me, it was the first time I wanted to do it on my own. Oh God, it's like, I'm not joking, one hour and a half. Which brand of chain was it? A Shimano. Uh, <sighs> yeah, at all though. It should come uh, with a smart I, 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 I stole it from, St- from Terence, but then I couldn't. Then I remember that I took off one bit more. Uh, one so, oh, and yeah, then it was to, the one, you, yeah. know, you have to measure it. Yeah. And if then, you're using a, 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 a chain tool on a chain, it's something yeah. kind of uh, with yeah, they're good. Yeah. Always go for a SRAM But you chain know, you learn a lot when you do these things on your own. You have so, to do them. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And have you got your eye on anything specifically? Besides any house. uh what's coming up now? Uh, some terrible what, we, I, I get all my American promotions. Oh, oh fuck, what do you call it? Um, Black Black Friday, Friday. No. there we go, or Cyber Monday. Black Friday, Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be, yeah. I don't, you know, knowing the US, they'll allow that to go ahead. Well, <laughs> See, it's online. No, but I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, the Walmart yeah, yeah. type, uh, can you imagine? Mm. Yeah, anything you're saving for, a new bike. Well, a new bike, yeah. yes, cyclocross bike or gravel bike. Yanchi. And then the equipment. Yanchi. Bianchi, Bianchi, please, Bianchi. (laughs) No, I don't particularly like that brand. No, actually, I was looking in. No, there is another brand that I really like, also Italian. It's called the Basso. Mm -hmm. And they released just the new Basso Palta, which Ah, in Italian, in well, translated, it means mud. And it's such a beautiful frame and design. And it's a cyclocross gravel type. It's It's a gravel bike. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
I looked at them after we had the podcast when you and Tim were sort of educating me on gravel and I started concocting all these yeah. reasons in my head about why I need a gravel bike. They're so nice, some of them. Oh, like, some beautiful, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, Neil, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what gravel was a month ago and here you are, you need one. But it's growing um, a lot in I know, yeah, Matt's yeah. Been, uh, Matt and Tim talked a lot about it and, yeah. and I was starting to make reasons in my head about why I need it, but it was silly. Um, oh well, so maybe you'll have a new bike uh, soon. We'll see. Uh, maybe Santa will bring. <laughs> and Matt, what, uh, well, what was, you, you had the big purchase recently, right? Your new bike. Oh, that was a little while ago, though. Oh, so okay. that was uh, early summer. Maybe it was just the repairs yeah. on your old bike. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah, I, bought, I bought a new rear mech. <laughs> Which is uh, not cheap, but it's no. the, the electronic stuff. But I actually, yeah. So my last one was last night because uh, now is the best time to get a wetsuit. And I've had my wetsuit for four or five years. All the stuff was falling off it and I sort of promised myself. And then obviously end of season. So uh, Hoop has a really good offer and they've got a mystery wetsuit thing, which is for a top end one. So it should be a 550 pounds. So that's what, 600 euros, something like that. Yeah. And it's about 300 euros. But you bought less. it without trying it. I know the size is and uh, they're pretty true to size. So obviously they'll probably have a new model out next year, but I don't really care about having the... Really interesting story for you about this, right? Ineos, Team Ineos, we all know them as. Ineos is actually a petrochemicals company from my hometown. Mm -hmm. Used to be BP, bought over by Ineos. Some guy owns it, uh, Jim Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe, yeah. Uh, He owns a team, richest man in Britain. He also owns Hoop. Oh, really? Yeah, no, no I knew this, that. right? And anyone that works for Ineos, which is half of the population in my hometown, gets <laughs> third off everything. Check. Nice. <laughs> so I'm waiting until I can justify needing a new wetsuit because yeah. my swim is not there yet, and then I'm going for Hoop. But if, yeah, yeah, it's not but like... I won't uh, be that price because it's, it's not on sale items, I don't think. Yeah, so, so uh, it's... Yeah, I think if you're... I th- you know, looking at, I think it's probably true of a lot of try stuff as well. If you're looking at stuff and you know you're going to get it, you don't mind about having this season's rather than the next season's, ah, which quite frankly, care. who cares? Yeah, yeah. But you'll get some good stuff now. Yeah, so this yeah. is, yeah, like more that's than three, 400 euros off a wetsuit. Yeah, pretty that's fantastic. Even with me. that discount doesn't come come close to that. But it's more an interesting fact. I yeah. had absolutely no idea that no, any I didn't awesome know. were, uh, yeah. uh, they were 100% owned. So, so my friend gets uh, 30% off everything. And what are you saving up for? My power meter broke in. Uh, not sort of, much luck. You know, these things come in cycle. Like, these are... Yeah. You too, had Yay, <laughs> <laughs> I was meant to do the dad jokes. Um, yeah, I had them four or five years, and I think they've just got a shelf life. And uh, yeah. I have to put batteries in them for every single ride now, new set of oh, batteries. Really? And uh, then so half the time I don't pick up. It's so power tap. Uh, yeah. They've been great. They've yeah. been well used. So maybe see if, I don't know if they're going to get cheap in, uh, in any of the sales, but if they do, I'll take the plunge. But if yeah. not, I think it's just something before next year. But yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's on the... On the so list. Cars. So, uh, yeah, Chris, hopefully a uh, few ideas there for you. If we see you with a new wetsuit next year, we'll know uh, know what you got for your birthday. And if you see me with one, you know that I paid a third less than that. <laughs> I'm just joking. On that note, we will we'll finish up. Subscribe, rate, and review Attack the Pod wherever you listen to podcasts. Find show notes and links on attack-club.nl and leave comments, questions, and suggestions on Instagram at attack.club. Happy training and racing.